One who accepts a field from his friend to work it as an artist, whereby he'll give the owner, the landowner, a half or a third or a quarter of the produce of the land. And then below Asaza, the land is not producing as it should be. El Ma'at was only producing a little bit of the, of the tevur, of the produce. Mitochach, because of this, ain't aris wrote to Talaba. The aris, the sharecropper, does not want to work the land. Me'achash ain't bakateh tirchot. It's not worth his while. He's putting in so much effort, and it's only bearing a little bit of produce. So im yish bakateh laham if there's enough from his work, to put together a pile, lasus arim would make a pile of tevur, of the grains, or whatever the produce is, and the Gemara explains, this measurement of a Kree is Kedisha Efshalahamlis Arechas, in order that if you take the tool that they would use it for winnowing and they put it into this pile, it would cover it up. So that's the shear. It's actually Sasaim, it's Tusa. That's the shear of this Kree that we're referencing to. So if you can produce that amount of produce or of grains, whatever you're working with, then the Chayev, the Aras, is to work that land. And the Gemara explains, the reason, even though it's not worth his while, because still, when they sign the Shtar Harisas, the document of this agreement, it says over there that he's going to provide, it says, it says a pile. So basically, in this agreement, he says, I will uh, plow and plant and harvest and, you know, take care of the land, and I'll put together a Kriya pile for you, and you'll take your portion, and I'll take my portion, etc. So since it says you're in the contract, you have to provide a Kriya, that's where we get this measurement from. I'm Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, How do you discern that this uh, amount should be a Kriya, a pile, this Tusa? You're going to have the same measurement for a big field and for a small field. The work that you put into a small field and the work that you put into a big field is not comparable. So how could you have, how could you have just one measurement for both fields? Allah and Yeshbak in the fila says Rabbi Yehuda argues. Can be this as Zerish Kibbutz Yisosada. If he has the produce according to the work he's putting in, then it's worth his while. And if it's not, then it's not. How you chayel the So it says Rabbi only if the the produce is growing is kafi the seeds that you're planting. Then yes, you're obligated to still work the field. But if you're putting in work and you're not getting that kind of results, then you can walk away. We don't we don't have a specific measurement. However, the halacha follows like it's not a comma, not like Rabbi Yehuda. Um, but this is the machlokus between the Tanakama and Rabbi Yehuda. According to Tanakama, as long as you can put together a cream, a pile of two sa worth then you're still obligated to work the land, even though you're not really getting the results that you want. According to Yehuda, we look at the seeds. How much did you plant? How much is growing? If what's growing is not what you planted, then walk away. So Yehuda would be a lot more lenient, but the Lacha follows like the Tanakama. And Mishnah Vav, one who accepts a field from his friend to work it as a chocher. Chocher was one where he stipulates he's going to give a specific amount to the landowner. A set amount. Not a, not a portion or percentage of the field. It's a set amount. And then, Chagav, grasshoppers came and they eat up the crop. O Nishtafa, or Shinaflu Hagarinim and Shibalim, the seeds fell out of the stalks through a, a stormy wind. So, Imakas Medinahi, if this is a, a maka, like a, a striking from the city, meaning everyone, Shalaku Roy, most of the fields in the city are suffering that same calamity. 
So then, menakalam chachoro. Then he can deduct mafchas hachocher. The chocher can deduct for the balasata from the sheer tefuah that he promised him in the agreement. According to his loss, he can deduct because this is this is this is something which is happening in most of the fields in the city. But makas medina, if it's not a makas medina, it's not, not, not something that affected the whole, the, most of the city. So then, he cannot deduct it from his agreement. Why? Because the Balasada can tell the Chocher, hey, it was your bad luck. Too bad. You still have to give me what you promised me. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, if he accepted it with money, meaning, the Chocher accepted the field to work it, I'm going to give you a certain amount of dinarm for the year. Veloba tivua. I didn't say I'm going to give you ten pounds of tivua. I'm going to give you, you know, a thousand dollars for the field. So the agreement was made in money, not in actual produce from the field. So then says Abuda Bengach or Bengach. Even if it's a makas medina, the calamity that happened is something that happened to most of the city. Even then, Eno Menakalo Mechakori cannot deduct it from his agreement. Why? Shalhamos lo nigzergzera. The gzera of this stormy wind or the grasshoppers was not gozer on the money. It was gozer on the field. And therefore, if the agreement that you made with him was, I'll give you a certain amount, a certain amount of money, then it doesn't matter what happens to the field, you still have to give that money to the owner. However, if you say, like a standard hakiras, that I'm going to give you, you know, 10 core of grains for the year, so then, since you're giving the, um, the compensation from the actual field, which is a, nor- a normal agreement of hakiras, then, the gzera, this calamity um, that happened to most of the city, was gozer on the field as well, and that's when you could deduct. However, the Allah follows like the Tanakama in Mishnah Vav as well.